Okay. So I'm going to start off calm at a, at a two or a three. I'm going to get a little bit higher. Going to bring, then I'm going to be at like a five and a six. I'm going to just crank that bitch all the way up to 11. Okay. Because uh, I watched all of it. I watched every last damn episode of the Cowboy Bebop Netflix live action adaptation. Now, I had to, I actually had to hold off on actually doing um, an episode. Um, I did like a little quick thing after I saw the first episode to just let people know, like, hey, my thoughts on that for the time being. But um, after watching all of it, I can I can clearly say, you know, um, it's not it's not that bad. I'm fucking kidding. This shit was terrible. My God, oh boy, fuck that five and six shit. Let's crank this shit back up to it. Let's just go straight to eleven. That shit was awful. My God, was it bad? Now, I'm going to be very, very cautious in my words from now on. Um, after that blank statement, but. I'm going to be cautious because of a a key a key fucking reason and that is that this show should not have been a Cowboy Bebop adaptation. Now, that does not excuse anything that's in this show as to why I still pretend for it to be bad, but it does greatly impede on so fucking much on what the hell I'm talking about. But for the most part the like let's if we're gonna break it down 70 percent of why this show is bad is because it's based off of cowboy bebop now that if it was dealing with other characters and things that i couldn't possibly reach from that i'm not seeing characters that i know personally um because i've seen all that that essentially the creator of this bullshit is seen and so then i can sit there and affirmantly uh judge that uh that, was that a word? Affirmantly? <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, essentially look at it and judge that, yes, this is not how this character would act in this situation because it doesn't make any goddamn sense according to what their personality, their life, and things that they've been through actually have. So when showing it, it is inherently horrible because this doesn't match up at all. So with that being the 70%, 20% from that would actually go through the terrible writing. This show has bad writing. It has terrible, terrible writing. Now, I don't know how good of a writer you have to be in order to sit there and pass for Netflix, but then again, Netflix shows whatever the fuck that they want to show. People decide to chime in and give them passes when they do things like defend Dave Chappelle, but no one, but everyone forgets that, you know, they didn't help write Dave Chappelle specials. He's a famous comedian and they just put up comedy specials. But what they do fun writing for is utter horseshit. So it's still finally to remember that, oh yeah, we're dealing with a fucked up company that does fucked up shit whenever the fuck they want because they don't fucking care about nobody. So I greatly tell everyone to remember the good old days of Netflix is your, where every content that they had and their popularity stemmed from them actually showing and um, releasing other people's movies. And then when actually came to them creating um, their own individual content, it was very far and few in between. But other than that, you got nothing but shit because that's definitely what you're getting now. 
and this is a part of it. It's the Kevin Smith shit all over again. But it's a thousand times worse because I never watched T-Man. But I fucking had to absorb Cowboy Bebop. And I say had to because back in the day, when you were an anime fan, you got your fix any way you could. And Adult Swim was a major source of fix um, for a lot of people growing up um, back when anime first started um, gaining popularity back in um, the 2000s and the 90s. And uh, if you did grow up during that era, then you could be sure to know that Cowboy Bebop was an anime that was replayed and re-shown over and over and over and over again. I've talked about this before. Lots of people have talked about this. Hell, if any other anime was shown just as much on our, um, on Adult Swim, it would possibly be Fully Cooley, which literally had marathons um, of Adult Swim's runtime just dedicated strictly to Fully Cooley. That six-episode anime got played so many fucking times, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, but... Cowboy Bebop was right there in the running for something that has so many pe- that's just ingrained into so many people's fucking minds and memory. So naturally, it would be idiotic for anyone to think that if you do anything going against the grain or to basically try to work around some of the major plot points, a lot of the story elements and things like that in order to suit your own little ridiculous need to showcase your f- stupid fucking fanfic of a show, then yes. Yes, yes, um, yeah, you, you would, you would be a horrible person, you would be, you would be a very bad person, but you could possibly do this, yes, you could possibly do this, um, if your writing skills were thus, but yeah, um, even going off of that concept, the writing itself of the show was very lackluster, it was, it was terrible, they just had bad story elements, terrible plot points, and just horrible, horrible connecting, um, different actions that were taking place where characters themselves, even in accordance to the show's version of how these characters would be, didn't make any sense. They would do things like Faye joining up with um, the Bebop crew simply because she walked in on a random restaurant and decided to talk to Spike and Jet after literally two episodes passing without her character not even being mentioned. But then all of a sudden she just shows up with a bullet hole knows exactly where they are, and then they immediately start helping her. It was so stupid. It made no sense. It just seemed as if the story needed for Faye and Jet and Spike in order to, to team up, and then they just had them team up. But it didn't make any sense. There was no reason behind it. While as you have the original Cowboy Bebop, constantly have them have a run-in with Faye where she either gets the one up on them or they get the one up on her. And then because they keep constantly having the run-ins with them, eventually she just settles in with them like the rest of the people who join in the Bebop aside from Faye and, um, aside from Jet and Spike. But one is a well-written and beloved anime that's 26 episodes long. Another one is a 10-episode anime that basically was written by someone who has possibly glanced at the original anime, they thought they knew what the fuck they were doing, and then essentially they made a fanfic where Julia is the bad guy. So let's go from there. Um, and also, if you're thinking spoilers, I-, I got something to mention to you. Um, I don't give a fuck about spoilers. I actually hate the concept of people telling people that they're going to do spoilers. If you're looking at someone give a review, 
fuck that. <laughs> like you, you know what you bargained for, dumbass. Um, I'm, I just came to know if it's a good movie. Not watch it. Did you watch it? <laughs> so, so let's go from here. The show has an um has this stupid um incestuous need to constantly berate you with the idea that it is Cowboy Bebop, that it is for the fans, that it has some semblance to what you saw in the anime. And it does this in the shittiest way possible by essentially showcasing things that are from the anime, but then not adhering to how it actually was played out in the anime. So... If you're truly a fan, you would just love to see something like this basically take a shit on all that it is that you've seen as it does its twist and turn it in order to fit the new story's need to convey whatever fuck tell um, of a story that they have. So what do I mean by this? What do I mean is, uh, here's an example. The um, Sea Rat of, uh, the, um, the of Gadamine, if you know this... Um, creature name then you probably know the episode where there's a lady that's referred to as mother by a bunch of eco-terrorists who plan on punishing um the citizens of the of ganymede by sending missiles that basically contain a virus that turns peak that um turns people from humans back into apes so how did they convey this well they did the sea um the the ganymede sea rat thing and what they did instead is actually made it to where it was a family, a legit family that had a mother, whom then, instead of turning people into apes, were actually turning people into trees. Now then, the actual episode that takes place within the anime has her being captured by the Bebop, and then the um, Ganymede are the ones who put the bounty up for her, and then they have to give her away because of the fact that they are threatening Ganymede with the missiles that'll kill everybody. So... Then they have to give her up, and in doing so, then it leads to the issue of uh, capturing her again because the bounty goes back up because they launched the Mitchells anyway. It's a great episode. Um, but instead, this basically has a, 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 a very terrible concept of showcasing a very bad mother and um, also being led into just an abusive concept dealing with just motherfuckers getting turned into trees and shit and... For some reason, this was also supposed to coincide with Faye trying to track down exactly where she originally came from. Um, just so many different elements working all at the same time within one episode that realistically just made the episode itself a clusterfuck. This is one example of how every episode in this entire fucking series played out. This shit was terrible. This was a buddy cop movie that no one asked for. And honestly, what makes me far more upset is that there are elements within this story that I actually enjoyed, but it just didn't fit within the confines of the characters of Cowboy Bebop. So, if you separated the anime from the subject matter at hand, realistically, some of this shit actually could work. Now, I'm not saying it was all good, because um, if you take away the whole anime aspect of it, no, 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 no. By all means, there are some parts, very small parts, that work. They were funny, they were entertaining, they were good, yes. But even without the addition of the anime, the shit itself is ruined by the terrible story and the horrible concept that was brought on later on. 
the shit did not connect or flow correctly. Therefore, the shit did not function correctly. A small part does not make up for a huge chunk of shit within a story. It never will. It never does. It never has. So you have a nice um, back and forth between Jet and Spike as they're speaking. And basically, their chemistry actually works. And if you exclude the fact that in the anime, Jet isn't black. So obviously, having a black man play this character is terrible. Just just terrible. Uh, just just fucking terrible. If you exclude that fact, <laughs> if you exclude that fact and just think of the characters as just being their own individual selves that are in any relation to the anime, they're their own thing, and you're seeing them act the way that they act, and the small little excerpts that they did have where it came off as genuine, entertaining, and it was really realistically kind of funny, it worked. But then they kept talking and then they got to the plot or they got to the subject matter of the episode and it all falls apart because it just doesn't work. It doesn't work unless it's connected to the anime because otherwise the world is far more unbelievable and it just doesn't fit. It doesn't work if it's... um. It doesn't, it doesn't work as well as they continue to keep going because the story itself that, um, that they've built up for this adaptation just doesn't function well as an actual story, as a lot of the characters' ideas and concepts are just inconsistent, and it just really, really don't fucking matter. So let's break down a bunch of the bad shit that they've done. First things first, Jet's black. Jet's not black. Jet can't be black. Jet name is black. It's, it's kind of stupid for a black man's last name to be black, but he ain't black. <laughs> so let's get rid of that also having jet be um an ex-cop that had an ex-wife and a daughter there's a lot to unpack with that one now there's nothing new about that but realistically if there was ever if there was a copy if there was ever a copy of the premise of spawn as i've ever seen one that would be it um, but what makes it even worse is that um, you essentially made it to where the daughter was a huge plot point that just added on to the unnecessarily harsh reality behind Jet's feelings for his daughter as you just kept pounding into the viewer that essentially his relationship with his daughter is skewed because of the life that he lives, which is something that he's um, living not by choice which is ultimately fucked up and flawed considering the life that he lives. He is a bounty hunter. It's not as if he cannot be anything else. He is only a bounty hunter because, oh my goodness, just because the story demands it so. Only because that's how it is in Cowboy Bebop. But realistically, the man wants to get close to his daughter. He doesn't like being involved in all of this terrible, crazy shit. And he doesn't like working or in, um, or identifying or doing anything with like syndicates and, and um, gangs and stuff like that. So then why wouldn't he get an honest job? Why wouldn't he work as a security consultant? Why wouldn't he get some something, something at all? Why wouldn't he do that? Well, you could possibly pressure in the fact that he's an ex-con. Maybe, maybe you could do that. But they've never had it, actually had it to where that seemed like a, um, a big hurdle for someone in this world. It's not really that big of a deal, nor is it something that constantly comes up. There's multiple places within this entire story where motherfuckers can get in and out of as if it's no big deal. Hell, they have people travel from different planets, mind you, within a matter of seconds, rather than it taking a certain amount of days or a, a trip that is a 
pre-planned thing like it usually is within the anime. I mean, motherfuckers act like, yo, this shit is just, you know, it's just a hop and skip away. Like, we'll be there and back again before you even know it. Sure, fine, whatever. So with all of this going on, as well as all the underbellies and stuff like that, that Jet knows about, you're telling me that he couldn't find a bouncer job or security detail or something like that where someone needs some higher muscle. He might not necessarily be working for a gangster, but he still would be working for somebody that just needs a good guy like him that's a good shot and, and real big and bulky around in order to keep that person safe. Honest days work for an honest job, and he doesn't have to put his life at risk, nor does he have to scrounge around for money as being um, a fucking bounty hunter, which is referred to as a cowboy within this story. But that was another misconception where cowboy is a term that's used within Cowboy Bebop, but it's not something that motherfuckers said all the fucking time. But now, every time someone says that they're a bounty hunter, they are immediately associated with the word cowboy and to the point where they're just constantly being called cowboys. And it gets, it makes your head hurt because it's like, that's not the, the, that's not the typical uh, nomenclature. That's kind of like a theme, a theme-esque kind of thing that's portrayed throughout Cowboy Bebop. But you aren't necessarily being told that every fucking five seconds that, yeah, the slang for bounty hunter is cowboy. And it's like, no, people still just say bounty hunter. So why does this show and just need to keep pushing that whole fucking cowboy thing? I don't know. They're stupid. This was poorly written. <laughs> So now that you take away the fact that Jet has a, um, a wife, he used to do time, and now that he has a daughter, he puts himself in, in danger, um, barely being able to make ends meet in order to take care of finances um, by being a bounty hunter. Then you come to the logical conclusion of essentially just being able to question his entire existence in itself. But they use this in order to try and pull on your heartstrings to make it to where the ending itself is something that would constantly that would make people go, oh, I want another season because I hope everything works out for them. This is a stupid fucking move. And it is this shit is like classic Netflix, but it's a stupid fucking move as well as it is, is it a dumb trope that tries to tug on your heartstrings when there is no emotional conflict there at all. And how did they portray this is by having Jet's daughter get kidnapped, him going to save her, and then her referring to the man that married his wife as daddy rather than talking to Jet that way. It, it's a it's a it's a pile of bullshit in order to make you understand that this character is now really, really, really sad. But realistically, you have absolutely no emotional content to this because all you've ever heard is just this character refer to his daughter, but then you never actually seen them build up any type of relationship that would surmise that, oh yeah, this is something that generally hurts. Um, no, no, because the series itself didn't really portray that. Yes, you were told that Jet loves his daughter. Yes, you've seen him do things to show that he loves his daughter. And he had small moments to show that he loved his daughter. But there was never any type of connection that actually portrayed that, oh, you know, this would hurt. It's just that, no, I'm being told you love her. Do I love her? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and it's like, you're just, like, they just, they keep saying it. And then just out of the blue, she was kidnapped. But the fact that she was kidnapped and why she was kidnapped and how don't make any sense. It wasn't necessary. Spike was there for the taking. Everyone kind of knew where the fuck he was. He wasn't hiding. He wasn't in hiding or anything like that. And if you had the stones to be able to go and kidnap the dude's daughter, why didn't you just kidnap him? Good Lord. <laughs> so even that was retarded. 
Hell, it was retarded when Vicious decided to go find out where Julia and Spike were, but then she he knew Julia would be at home packing to go see Spike, but didn't go and question Julia to find out where Spike was. Completely retarded. <laughs> Super fucking retarded. So let's pack, let's unpack Spike then. So now we have Spike, um, who is just told to be part who you are immediately told is partnered up with Jet. And they've been together for some three years. Um, now, Jet is a seasoned cop who basically is not really that trusting and has issues with being betrayed by people whom he semi got along with in the past. And upon meeting Spike, Spike saved his life, and then that's how he got, got aboard the Bebop, and that's all the Jet cared about, and instead, that's why he didn't look up anything about Spike. Therein lies the problem. All of those elements that actually build up Jet's repertoire, whether it be from the anime or what the show presents itself, it would seem fucking retarded that he wouldn't look up any information about Spike whatsoever, regardless of what the fuck they had going on or whatever he did. At some point in time, Jet would have questioned his past. Jet would have thought of or had a reason to want to question Spike's past. It it just ain't natchy. It ain't natural at all. Not for his character. Not for someone who actually went through horrible shit in order to convey that. Now, if you were to follow the anime in which Jet actually authentically left being a police officer and then he went on to become a, um, a bounty hunter on his own volition and he doesn't actually have any outgoing responsibilities whatsoever, and then upon meeting Spike, he chooses to throw caution to the wind and then not care about looking up his backstory. That might have worked, but that's not the character that you presented. You presented a character who basically has trust issues, has been jilted before, and is basically going through a troubled time in his life right now as he's trying to get closer to his daughter. The last thing that he fucking needs is a variable, as in, I don't know who the fuck it is that I'm working with popping up. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. So then you introduce a plot point within your story that tries to carry itself from the first episode all the way to the 10th episode, which is that Jet and Spike don't know, is that Jet, that Jet doesn't know that Spike used to work for the goddamn syndicate. Now, as retarded as it is that Jet wouldn't have figured this out at some point in time or when it never came up, the anime actually was smart enough to be able to convey the situation to where it actually built tension and drama within the series itself without it actually being a hurdle, which is that Jet already knew that Spike used to be in the syndicate. <gasps> Shocker. Now then, why is that a hell of a lot better than trying to inheed this stupid-ass fucking mystery as to Jet just not knowing who the hell Spike is and it seeming uncharacteristic and incredibly stupid? Well, by having that element... In the anime, you had multiple moments in which Jet and Spike's partnership was put into question as Spike would constantly go and do syndicate shit, even though he actually um, um, confirmed with Jet upon actually teaming up that he would not get involved with the syndicate shit anymore, thus assuring why their partnership would actually make any goddamn sense and would stay as strong as it did. I won't do gangster shit. I am not in that world anymore. So you can trust me. As long as you don't bring that shit to our front door, then we have no problem. Then I will trust you. Thus, when the moments in the series itself pop up where Jet, I mean, where um, Spike goes back into the gang shit and then Jet then berates him because of it, you told me 
you were done with the syndicate. You told me you was done with this. If you leave, you can't come back. And then Spike would leave anyway. And then because Jed actually cares about him, he would then go save him anyway. That was the dynamic of their partnership. It still brought in that drama and that tension. But at the same time, it was huge for their characters because you got to see exactly how much Spike and Jed cared about each other. As Spike knew that he could still come back even if he, um, even if he did this thing that was considered disobedient or going against the wishes of Jet because he knew his friend and his friend knew him as he would still go out and save his ass because Spike needs someone to cover his ass. That's how that functioned. And this show sorely missed and misunderstood, misunderstood that entire fucking concept by having it play out the way that it did. Having this air of mystery behind Spike's past and Jet not knowing about Spike's past did nothing to the story. All it did was create this tension in order to showcase that they have a splitting up or a breakup near the end of the fucking 10th season. But again, it did nothing for anything. It just had this unneeded and unnecessary moments of just like, oh, is this the moment where Jeff's finally going to figure it out? Is he finally going to figure it out? And he's like, no, no, he's not. It, it was it was false. It was so false because there was no reason to fall for it. It was incredibly fucking stupid and dumb. It was a terribly predictable plot point, and I feel shame for anyone who thought that would be cool. Let's change up the dynamic of Spike and Jet. That'll totally make the kids happy. That's why they love them in the first place. Differences make things better. This is the same mindset that came from the fuck idiot who decided to do Final Fantasy VII Remake and then have Sephiroth appear in the very first time before they left um, Machinima. And then it... Jesus Christ. This was... This was a shit show. So now we get to Faye. Ah, Faye. Faye, you went through so much bullshit before this goddamn series came out, all because of so many stupid bonehead moves um, to the point where the actress who played you had to sit there and criticize fans for not dressing the way how fans wanted you to dress, um, as well as Netflix then making the actress apologize for doing that, as it does nothing but make bad press and there is no such thing as any press is good press there's there is a good press and a bad press <laughs> because that's what cancel culture is um, built on but i digress so now you have a character who essentially is so far removed from how the anime actually perceived her that she herself was a brand new fucking character and again this would have worked if she was not Faye Valentine, but she was Faye Valentine. Oh, also, I missed a 10%. A 10%, um, another 10% that I meant to say in terms of why this show really fucking sucked, because I said 70 and 20. Um, another 10% as to why this show fucking was terrible was the practical effects. Um, just a lot of shit that they did was terrible. The choreography was stiff. It seemed as if no one knew what the fuck they were doing, but everyone barely could dance. There was so many goddamn wire moments um, in this show that it was hard to look at some of them because it just seemed an insanely stiff and non-fluid. So you had a moment, like I pointed out, where Spike was sliding across the top of a truck, and it just it just felt like he was on a skateboard slowly rolling. It wasn't going fast enough. It wasn't going smooth enough. It just looked uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable. You had moments where Spike 
stabbed a guy that could fly. Um, he was supposed to be the fat killer. That was a dope episode, and they just kind of boiled that down into just bullshit. But um, you had that moment just sorely get um, removed as he was like slowly being pulled up by a harness, and I was like, "This shit looks weird." <laughs> and I was like, "The moment, the movements look weird. All of this looks odd." What's even crazier is that the space, the effects of the spaceship in like the first episode and few of the episodes prior actually seemed okay. It wasn't bad or anything. It actually seemed all right. It's just that it doesn't do anything. There, there was nothing done when it came to like the gun battles or anything like that, which is a, a big um, improve. Well, like it's like a, a big part of the whole aspect of Cowboy Bebop itself from the anime, but you would figure or think that they would try to do something along the lines of doing better gunplay within their story because it kind of needed the action to be something. Um, no, they were boring. Um, I was far more excited in a movie like Desperado and that's super positive um, Mexican movie, which is just amazing. If you ever seen Desperado, El Mariachi, or um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, if you have never seen those movies, then I feel sorry for you. But those are good-ass gun movies. And I urge anyone to watch those. And essentially, that's kind of one of the gold standards of what you would want from a action-packed um, gun type of movie story or anything like that, or a TV show. Because it's like, yeah, make me invested and care when a motherfucker gets shot and it just seems like they're not going to win. Yeah, I know the story in the movie presents that they're got, they got to win at the end of this, but make me believe that they won't. <laughs> That's your job. I'm not supposed to look at this and go, well, they're not going to get hurt. They're fine. <laughs> That's not supposed to happen, but that's exactly what happened. So going back to Faye, after that, I digress and I apologize. But going back to Faye. Faye in this show is a foul-mouthed, rude, crazy chick that basically has the mind of an eight-year-old, but at the same time presents herself as if she's this hardcore 16-year-old, but then knows that she looks like she's 30. That's not good. <laughs> that is not good at all. At one, you have her acting so many different ways throughout the entire fucking show. It's disturbing you had her be a lesbian for some goddamn reason i don't know who designed that or why they would want that but that's totally what they did even though that's not her character whatsoever but they had that happen fucking idiots um but even by the show's concept itself it was a girl who was running around as an amnesiac and then you had a mechanic hit on her in an inopportune Park, but then she herself was basically acting incredibly awkward when it happened as it wasn't something that she generally was catching on to as she was hitting on her i did I, like while we're looking at it i was like is she hitting on her this is weird and then faye just seemed so taken out of what was going on and just didn't care the girl was walking around trying to show everybody a fucking rail gun or everyone kept looking at a rail gun and she was talking about how cool it looked the the maturity level on her at that time was not in the realm of someone who was ready to fuck. It was someone who was like, I'm just trying to find something to shoot with a fucking railgun. So having that factor happen, and then you just fast forward into that, no, she was fucked by the mechanic chick. I am led to believe, what? <laughs> like, what? Why would that happen? 
what does that mean? What does that do? And then you kept the mechanic around for her to basically become the magical, intelligent lesbian, which every movie needs is the magical, intelligent lesbian, which, um, for, for, um, for, just for a quick reference, if you ever see something that has the magical, intelligent lesbian, um, now just remember a magical, intelligent lesbian is someone that can do or fix anything or, um, solve any problems and whatnot by, um, simply, uh, getting their hands dirty. It was like, Oh, you put them in a position. Hey, they can fix it for you. They can, they can do it better than any man can. That's the magical aspect of it. The lesbian thing is that they clearly have to be attracted to women. And then, uh, the, the magical helper lesbian, um, <laughs> was that it no, was that the, i said i don't fucking forgot but uh the last aspect of it is that they have to be um the, the magical um lesbian wise but fuck i forgot um <laughs> let's, let's see what's gonna be the magical lesbian um wizard no <laughs> the magical wise lesbian there we go the magical wise lesbian. That's the new thing, and I'm sticking to it. But the magical wise lesbian. Yes, the magical part, they have to be a lesbian. And then the wise aspect of it actually has to come from the fact that they have answers. They have life-changing answers. Hey, you got a question that you're pondering? Hey, this magical wise lesbian is going to tell you, maybe you got to do this. And it's going to be a huge breakthrough for your psyche in order for you to accomplish something. They're not going to stick around because you can't hold no special powered lesbian like that. You can't shackle the lesbians. Lesbians got to be free. So you then have this character basically stick around for almost an entire fucking episode doing absolutely nothing other than contributing a goddamn bobby pin. And the fact that she was able to fix a f something within the bebop, literally an, um, a moment or a thing that's never really been an issue throughout all of the anime, which was interesting. And honestly, if it was its own side thing, that would have probably been a hell of a lot better. Um, but also, um, it being something to where you actually have Jet be incredibly knowledgeable about how to fix the ship. And then essentially it all boiling down to just eh, kind of needing a brand new part or changing out one thing. And then essentially him being able to go get it and then do it. And then everything's just fine because, you know, the magical wise lesbian like helped out. It, it insists on itself <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I just love saying that. It insists on itself. What the hell you mean? I don't know. <laughs> but it just played up to that stupidity so bad within this fucking show that all it did was just all it did was just make you question, like, yo, what the fuck is this chick still doing here? Why is she still here? What? She has nothing to gain or to lose interacting with them, and they kind of just took off with her in the ship, and it doesn't seem like something that someone in this world would basically put up with, regardless of what the fuck is going on. Like, nah, man, I'm not staying here. Fucking take me back to my planet. <laughs> so, had that bullshit happen. Um, and Essentially, you had Faye kind of going around as an amnesiac, but the femme fatale aspect of her is completely just melted away. It is gone. There is no femme fatale of Faye. There is no her using her charms to get whatever she wants with men and then using that in order to track down bounties. Hell, the show barely keeps up with the concept of bounties for a couple of episodes. Um, as that barely keeps up for a couple of episodes. They barely keep it up for a couple of episodes. After that, everything just focuses mainly on Spike, Vicious, and... Um, Julia, and I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to later while that's even more fucked up. But um, 
dealing with Faye, you kind of have her approached and come in the gate in wanting to do stuff with bounties. But then they just kind of push her to the side and then you just have multiple moments of her just kind of figuring out her own past in order to, again, be used as a major plot point that pops up later that um, justifies her splitting up from the rest of the people within the Bebop in order to kind of have them all group back up together again. When realistically, within this world and within the confines of the rules that they got going on, there's absolutely no fucking reason for them to all team up together again. That's kind of the point of the show, is that what they're doing is what they're doing. Once everything starts to break apart, that's when the show ends. But that's in the original anime. What this is clearly pushing for a whole nother fucking season, even though it has taken huge elements from a bunch of episodes already and to try and convey and confine that into another season when essentially the situation and the um this house of cards that they build up don't even function anymore <laughs> outside of anything else within the um other episodes and whatnot leading up to this it i don't see a second season even being plausible it doesn't make any sense it wouldn't make any sense Julie is the leader of the syndicate. Spike lost Julia. Jet lost um lost all reason um for basically having any type of connection with his daughter. And Faye is off to actually find out about her history. There's no reason for them to all team up. In fact, Jet actually threatened Spike that he would kill him if he saw him again. Spike is down on his luck and honestly just doesn't have anything to live for anymore. So again, there's no reason behind anything. Even after the end of the series, one of the main um, pushing factors behind why Spike did what he did was because of Julia. And the bitch had to die in order for his mindset then to just be to finish off Vicious, who took Julia away from him, who was in a complete and utter important driving factor behind every and anything that spike did and so then upon removing said element from the series that nigga had to go on a fucking killing spree which he did and then the show fucking ends but in this one by having everything removed from spike and then him actually not being a part of that conflict and then ultimately just giving up upon it actually um after that happened there is no reason for them to have further conflict between him and Julia and Vicious. There is no reason for him to do something. They're going to make it, to, I'm pretty sure, because, you know, I know whack writing when I see it. Um, but I'm pretty sure, you know, because Netflix and their crack team of writers would be able to get this um, done well. But most likely they would have it to where Vicious somehow gets free. Julia's then in trouble. And then Spike has to go save her, despite his better judgment, because he's still in love. Because fucking idiot so i i don't care for the setup that was basically displayed within this season because it ultimately just doesn't function within the show itself not going by the anime but just going by what the show actually happens that doesn't function it doesn't seem plausible it doesn't make any sense it, it's gonna be a, a situation where they're gonna force them all together and then like you know hey i'm sorry i'm sorry too uh we cool we cool give me a hug Dumb shit like that would basically be the only way for them to have something happen. But for that to take place, or why that would take place, would ultimately be just unnecessary. It would be something incredibly stupid and would be known for being incredibly fucking stupid because it wouldn't fit. <sighs> 
there's just so much more to talk about with this terrible show. So, um, dealing with Faye, which basically was like this subplot of a subplot, because you just had her going around constantly trying to figure out stuff about her, um, her past and whatnot. And even though it was heartfelt, touching, and warm whenever it happened within the anime, whenever it came off in the show, it was incredibly hollow. The emotional buildup and the emotional content that come with what happened with Faye was just null and void. Hell, the episode that takes place that um, has their asses going looking for either is a, I couldn't remember if it was the difference between a VHS or a Betamax player, but the thing that they went, like the fact that the episode itself had them just scrounging around just to find one that works in order for them to play phase tape so they could see what the contents was. And then upon seeing it, it was something that just was mesmerizing for her. It was touching. It felt warm. It was sad at the same time because you were basically given a huge info dump about Faye, but at the same time, you just knew how tragic it was because it still wasn't enough to help solve the mystery of who she was or what she, um, or who she used to be. So it was sad, but it still was heartfelt. And then it came on at the very end and then it, um, the episode itself went on. And again, it, it was dope. But then you have this show basically give up to where she had a locker that's supposed to contain information that dealt with her actual past and whatnot. And then all it had was a videotape, which made the entire experience incredibly fucking hollow. It made it really dumb and it made it really fucking stupid. So you had a videotape and then all of a sudden they just had a VHS player and then they played Fate's tape. That was it. And I was like, that that was it. There was no emotional payoff. There was no build up to anything that was going on. It was just, that was it. Now, to the untrained swine, you would basically see that as something to where it was like, well, you couldn't fit in that whole episode of nothing just for phase tape. Well, yeah. Well, then if that was the case, then why even have the tape thing? Why even showcase that? Why even do that? apart from Faye's story in order to try and get some type of emotional response that come with Faye's character. It don't work here, bitch. It ain't the same. You would basically annex that problem just immediately. This would not be something that you try to build on. Faye's memories, which should be something that is very far and few in between behind all of the other shit that's going on within the Cowboy Bebop um, series that was happening within Netflix. So you should have had small little excerpts of things that was going on with Faye that either would mess up a mission or slowly derail um, certain elements or things that are going on already because Faye just had this notion or need to basically find out more about her past. And it's like, you always knew this about her, but you just had small little excerpts that basically helped this out. You didn't get that. You just basically got multiple moments where she was just given shit to help further along her memory. And then you just were supposed to feel that Oh yeah, this is this this has the same emotional weight that was brought on by the actual sh anime when it did it. Fuck no, because you're doing a callback. They actually made something original, and your callback is shit. So they fucked that aspect up completely when it came to dealing with Faye. But then at the same time, you also had the uh, characteristics of this character. Like like I said, she was brash, rude. She had the mindset of an eight-year-old with the attitude of a 16-year-old and the body of a 30-year-old. And you combine all that together, and despite it being this ridiculous, um, hormonal and uh, emotionally fucked up human being, you 
had this added aspect of her constantly cussing all the time, her basically berating people all the time, and then just un- and then just kind of just being this weird little playful cat like kind of person. Um, it, it was like it was like you had a it was like they had a brand new kitten that was just around as like this weird sidekick, but no matter what she did her character herself never really stuck out as like this main character of the series. They kind of forced her into that position, but the show itself always just seemed to revolve around Jet and Spike with Faye just popping up on a side. Hell, there's multiple moments within the different um, episodes where if Faye doesn't show up, I'd forget she was there. But the moments when they actually have the okay banter and the shit like that, I enjoy Faye back and forth with Spike or spikes back and forth with Jet and whatnot. Those are actually okay. But other than that, no, there's nothing to her character. There's no reason behind her character. And then everything just kind of is just, eh. <laughs> so, whatever. With that one. Um, hell, even um, the discovery on the anime of when Faye finds out her house is something that she stumbles upon. It's not something that was just inherently given to her. She just happened to be at the right place at the right time. And then she found out a huge bunch of information, which then led to her unlocking all of her memories, which was a tragic thing at the end of the Cowboy Bebop when she was like, she finally got all her memories back. But that emotional content will never be able to be realized um, realized within this live action show. And it had the exact same emotional impact as it did within the anime, because these motherfuckers are taking moments and then trying to showcase them within the anime rather than actually take the moments and give the exact weight that they did as they, um, as they were showcased within the anime. So the reason and the symbolism behind all of this shit as it took place is completely thrown out the fucking window. <laughs> and it's just right landed right in the dumpster. And the dumpster big, it's smelly, and it got juice leaking out of it. Ugh, that's a nasty dumpster. <laughs> and that's exactly where that thing got thrown, um, got put in. So, having all of that aspect with this uh, Faye character basically makes her kind of an uh, an annoying brat-like kind of thing. But she's okay. It's endearing in a certain way. But, it, like, it is annoying. No matter what, it's annoying. But it is kind of endearing. So, you have her just basically being really clueless and really mindless about a lot of the shit that's going on. But it's just kind of really heavy-handed because it's like, yeah, she's an amnesiac. So, she really doesn't understand a lot but it's just kind of off-putting to where just shit happens, and it's like, oh, they're like there goes that fate again, and it's just, it's not good. That's just really not good. So now we get to Vicious and Julia. Okay, now let's talk about Vicious and Julia. Vicious and Julia, oh, Vicious and Julia. These two have got to be some of the worst concepts of a villain I've ever seen. And I do mean villain for both of them, and I'm going to explain that later because, you know, obviously, someone is far more creative and they know more than what the actual fan does. And, you know, um, diverting expectations is always key to making sure that a fan base is kept happy. Fucking idiot. So, if you're going, if you're going by the anime concept, you know, and it's like, this is just basically, um, sorely based off the fact if you're an anime fan, you're someone who enjoyed the anime, what would you think about both of these characters? Do they, in fact, carry the essence of said characters? Hell, I believe that the, the nigga that played Jet, like, realistically, he sounded similar to Jet in certain aspects. But, again, Jet isn't black. So, that kind of threw that, that monkey wrench right there. But at the same time, I was like, hey, you know, 
he's okay, but Jet ain't black. Um, but essentially, it's like with Vicious and Julia, did they at least have that? Did they bring off the same energy? Did they give you the same drive when it came to portraying those characters? Fuck no. The terribleness of exactly how those characters were portrayed or how they were adapted into this show is disgusting. Vicious became a whiny little pissant of a baby, while Julia was just this helpless little damsel in distress who just sat around doing absolutely nothing, but the show itself tried to um, make you believe that, well, it was all her plan all along, and she was making moves and constantly doing shit, ultimately making her just really fucking annoying, as well as giving multiple reasons and multiple um, showcases that would allow you to believe that <laughs> she should have been fucking dead a long time ago the character that they made from vicious was not someone who would basically take her sleeping with um spike lying down nor would they nor would he let her ass live because of such a thing but then they portrayed their lives as if they had a happy marriage but it wasn't until julia found out that spike was alive that it ever compromised anything so again didn't make any fucking sense for it to be portrayed that way and it, it, especially if you were just going to try and divert expectations and then they systematically did whatever they possibly could to basically knock vicious down a peg as someone that was actually of a competent threat in order to do something i i do not know what but that's just how this show fucking presented itself it was very poorly done and very stupid in terms of adapting that now then if you were not taking that um if you're taking the anime aspect out of it and you just wanted to go based off of the fact of a villain then no a lot of things that happened with Vicious, going back to like his sniveling cowardness and things like that, were ultimately anti-progressive towards his mindset or the things that he did. Hell, there were multiple. Hell, there was a time when Spike could have killed him, but he didn't, and there was no actual reason why. He knew that he was alive. He was someone that was trying to kill him, and it just it didn't mean anything it didn't matter you know and it was like there was no absolutely no reason whatsoever to keep him alive and then upon showing further in their backstory which is episode nine the entirety of episode nine just showcases all of their history and past which is a clusterfuck mind you um you basically have spike being someone who's constantly going around cleaning up vicious's messes but he holds loyalty to him because vicious saved his life but that itself also seems really really retarded considering the fact that spike then would hold so much loyalty to vicious and then they have him sleep with julia but the reasoning and like how and why he slept with julia just comes out of nowhere and it seems ridiculous they've had little moments that would um suggest you that they might um create feelings later later on but the show itself just kind of has them sleep together and then they're both just madly in love with one another like and and it's weird. It is very weird. Like, just super weird and awkward. It just seems so out of place for Spike. And then literally you have Spike later go out of his way when given the opportunity to kill Vicious, goes out of his way to basically save his ass again. And then is, and then afterwards is like, okay, now I'm gonna run away with his girl. And it made no sense. Like, it just seemed ridiculous. Like, it, it, none of that actually made, like, again, I keep saying it didn't make sense. Like, none of that was actually coherent. It was all just rambling and ridiculous. You had bitches basically be um, a hot-headed um, boy rose, um, raised up to try and appease his father. 
but at the same time, he's in love with Julia, never mistreated her, never did her wrong or anything like that, but she just got to see his terrible side. So nothing nothing there that would encourage or warrant um the um that would warrant like the relationship of her being basically afraid of him or anything like that. Um and then you also have the added aspect of how Spike um first um Spike Spike's first impression of Julia isn't anything that would make you think that he himself thought, wow. He was like, hey, what a scent like wow, what a voice, huh? He was like, what, what? Like, he was like, oh, what a voice, huh? And then Spike, and then um, Vicious was like, what a woman. And then he pursued and tried to um, woo her and whatnot, rather than what the anime did, which basically would make a lot of sense because it happens all the time. Uh, what is it, the Florence Nightingale, um, uh, like the Florence Nightingale effect, where essentially um, Spike was actually hurt and Julia um, nursed him back to health. And in doing so, that made him, that had like he fell in love with her upon seeing her like he fell in love with her at first sight but then she basically took care of him and that also just solidified it and then in that happening her and spike were sleeping together but they was having a, a love affair um well he met her in a pool yard i believe like in a, like it was like a like a pool house or something like that that's when he first met her but then when she took care of him after um she nursed him back to health that's when they had the affair so that you know that's gang shit or whatever <laughs> as far as um what cowboy bebop is concerned but it was just the aspect of how they fell in love with each other was something that was incredibly ridiculous and it didn't really make any sense just on a technical standpoint but the anime portrayed it and did it to where you actually don't know the nitty-gritty you don't know full detail of the nitty-gritty of what they did most of the stuff that you put together is basically through clues that you get from multiple showings of Spike's backstory and the little fragments. You never actually see Julia until the last two episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Other than that, she's always mentioned and referenced, but you never actually see her. And then you just have multiple moments where you just got images of what happened in the past. That's it. That's all that they did because it gave to the allure of Julia, literally seeing her she was the, she was damn near the white rabbit of the entire series everything about her was in contrast to actual cowboy bebop her hair was blonde um her hair was blonde and she like really stuck out as someone that when people mentioned and talked about her beauty and then upon actually seeing her and it was like yep like that's that's spike's girl all right <laughs> so um it it was like she herself was considered a femme fatale, if you will. And honestly, not having that aspect of her, but essentially making her this scared, sniveling woman that was married to Vicious, who was this psychopath that basically no one could control, just really threw a monkey wrench in that whole aspect um, of that character. But um, the more egregious one out of, the, out of both of them would have been Vicious, considering that Vicious was cold, calculating, and had the demeanor of someone who, from the anime, um, had the demeanor of someone who ultimately just did not care. Even upon finding out that Julie and Spike slept together, he gave her the ultimatum to kill Spike in order for him not to kill her. But instead, she just chose to run away, trying to save both of them. But, you know, like, and again, because it's never really actually cleared up, m most likely, it is considered that Spike ran into an ambush, which led him fake his death um, 
when he was actually trying to pursue or go after Julia or might maybe trying to go to her to find out exactly what was wrong, which led to her not meeting up with him for them to run away, which was originally their plan. So you take that away. Um, then, uh, and it's like, you, you take that aspect of that character away, then it, all of the driving force behind their relationship is it, there, there isn't any. So having like, uh, well, like the relationship between Spike and uh, Vicious, because Vicious was someone who generally like carried himself with a cold demeanor. Even when he was berated by the elders, he did not respond to it to where he was like, you saw him emotionally charged or things like that. He had feelings towards Spike in terms of anger and hatred and things like that. Hell, he would even call him brother all the time, but still Vicious carried himself with a cool, cold demeanor, um, a grungy voice, a real raspy um, uh, voice, and 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 just a a harsh attitude, even when it came to authority within the fucking uh, within the um, the syndicate when it came to the elders and whatnot. Hell, um, Vicious constantly walked around with that fucking bird on his shoulder, and instead of giving him something, uh, you know, for him to walk around with, they actually just had a picture of his bird <laughs> in the anime and i was looking at that like yeah sure whatever i guess <laughs> you know <laughs> like like yeah whatever sure but they they just as as a character he was completely like he was not vicious he was not vicious at all he, he was someone who was called vicious but he was not in any way shape or form an interpretation of the character vicious from the anime um but then as a character within his story, if you're annexing the anime part, he didn't fit. He, well, again, is another character that just didn't ultimately work because you had him have a s stupid mindset and demeanor that literally those characters that also were presented within the show wouldn't have fucking tolerated. We were supposed to believe that Julia was this strong woman and whatnot, but at the same time, she's living in the house with Vicious, who's calmly walked like... I'm supposed to believe that she's a strong woman but at the same time she's terrified and scared of vicious and people keep telling her you should leave vicious like that fool is crazy and you then have her absolutely do nothing but try to further vicious's um career or his placement within the syndicate and then upon finding out that spike is alive tries to kill him and then all of a sudden is terrified of vicious and again doesn't make any sense it, it, it just it didn't fit and, and even doing that, like you present her with basically this little crazy overarching plan and this like idea and whatnot, and you never have her like add poison to this nigga drink because there's no way that he would suspect you of poisoning him or, um, you know, or betray him earlier than the time that you did betray him. The shit doesn't make any sense, you know, <laughs> it's like there's, there's no reason behind that. Even if he dies, he's a part of the syndicate and you're his wife. That doesn't mean you can't go wherever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're you have no inkling in with the syndicate while as in the anime julia actually was a part of the syndicate and then she just slept with um with vicious so that again doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> like it just it really doesn't work um just from a narrative perspective and it's just it's ultimately really fucking dumb so even how they portrayed um the characters uh vicious and julia well, uh, how they portrayed those characters within their own story was very off because 
when they were the bad guys running around, they were presented a certain way. But when it came to actually showing the backstory, which is like the ninth episode of the entire series, it had their actions and the things that they did be something totally different, which then makes you go like, why would this happen this way? <laughs> like, why would they do that? That seems really fucking dumb. Like Spike going to the one woman that both the um that all the underground knows um in terms of like getting stuff and he would go to her in order to get something and then that not pick up on the radar of the people that he worked for like that's that's fucking weird that's just fucking stupid <laughs> like, just, like why would you think that like you seriously <laughs> like that's got that's just so goddamn stupid but it it was a tragedy it was it was a literal utter tragedy when it came to um the characters a lot of the characters were assassinated in how they did stuff and it's just all of it was just fucking stupid and i would say um them showcasing edward at the end of the uh at the end of the series in hopes of being like a ooh to be continued kind of crap uh was really fucking dumb uh <laughs> it's like it um in that short little burst, immediately you're upset because it's like Edward's black. <laughs> like Edward's black. And how do they make Jet black, but then they don't make Edward black? Edward is black. She has red hair. And on a side note, after all of the crazy ass insertion of a bunch of characters that were naturally redheads that we have turned that they have turned into black people, I am confused as to why you finally have an opportunity to have a fucking red-headed black person and you choose to make them white. They are naturally a red-headed black person, but you go out of your way to make them white. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> that is just fucking crazy. Who boy. So, um... That's it for the characters and story, realistically, because the story itself is a shit show. It does everything it could to make itself seem like, um, you know, oh boy, they've been through some tragic shit near the end, and like all characters on all fronts basically get the short ends of the stick, aside from Julia and uh, Faye. So really, all the women in the series just are okay. The Anna chick, she's again okay. There's no worse for wear there, even though that's not who Anastasia was. Um, if she's supposed to be her, um, it seems weird that you would make it to be where she's this nightclub owner and probably should ask some questions when you basically had this dude walking around in the dress, uh, hint, 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 touch on your nose, some shit that just, nope, <laughs> because it's like, no, but hey, you know, go fuck yourself. Hell, they even had Mal, um, I don't know if it was the, 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 the chick with the stupid hat or the black guy, I can't remember which one was Mao, but either way, like that's Mao was a totally different. There's a character that they only showed like one fucking time. He's only on one episode, but ugh, and like that's actually like their mentor or the guy that trained both Vicious and Spike. But he wanted Spike to become the next leader. Fuck, <laughs> it was like you can't even get that right. You're just using names because you're just an uncreative bunch. Hell, you had a dude go around talking about eating a man's testicles who's wronged you is is the ultimate form of power and i was like nothing of this is anything reminiscent or similar to the story of cowboy bebop this is some bullshit that you created that you created because you thought it was cool and then you implemented it into this fucking story and it really was disgusting 
Now, another aspect of the story um, that Cowboy Bebop basically soared at in comparison to this live action remake is the fact that Vicious is the overwhelming harsh threat within Spike's life. This is a hardcore fact. You cannot get over this fact. Julia is the woman that he yearns for. Vicious is an enemy that he yearns to defeat or he wants to get revenge on. Cool. That's that's true. That's a harsh fact that you cannot get over. But, you dumbasses, Vicious was only shown in a minor amount of episodes. Um, you have the episode when they kidnapped Faye and it was in the dilapidated church um, when they played In the Rain, which this show played the wrong version of, mind you, you bastards. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much that pissed me off? In the Rain, Jesus Christ, you played the, the, the one with the dude singing? God damn it. How the hell you fucked that up? It's the one where the woman sings. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> you have when he met, when they fought in the, in the church, you have them during Jupiter Jazz, um, part one and part two. And then you basically get vicious during the last two episodes, um, if I'm not mistaken. It, it might be another episode that he might pop up. But other than that, yeah, even though it was a major element for Spike's character, the story itself doesn't actually, the story of Cowboy Bebop didn't actually revolve around that. That was just something for Spike that actually was really a small, a small circumstances of information and um, things that happened within the back, within the scaling of the series, like backpedaling in it really. Um, multiple character moments and character traits and things like that would be one episode, um, one and done's that just, did more and add more to the characters, but ultimately it didn't do anything to compromise or have anything be um, stagnant and whatnot. Hell, you would have episodes go from a serious shootout to where the characters almost die, and in the next episode it'd be a, a joking one where everything that's happening is kind of comical, like them all eating a bunch of magic mushrooms and tripping on the ship while Edward's actually going out to collect a bounty, <laughs> and she does. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's weird. <laughs> It, the show itself is weird. It was about the characters interacting in the different in their lives. It wasn't about just the overwhelming story of Spike, Vicious, and Julia. If you got that while watching um, the anime, you missed the fucking point of Cowboy Bebop. It, it it was never about that. It's about Spike. It's about Faye, and it's about Jet and Edward. Sure, but it does not play out. Oh, I also can't forget Ein. Let's be fair. Ein is a part of the crew. <laughs> part of the ship part of the crew and it, it is about those characters interactions and the little wacky antics that they had thus being on the bebop it was these cowboys on the bebop it was about them it wasn't about that overarching story thing so what this and what this show did in order to basically convey that wholeheartedly is that they basically made vicious and julia be b story throughout every episode so you actually got to see the systematic rise the planning and the um the turning on one another and all of the coup aspects that was happening when Vicious took over and killed the elders. Fucking stupid. Not only did it basically get rid of any type of immersion of a threat or just long or make you long for more information dealing with the backstory, which is a mystery element that pursues and actually insists within Cowboy Bebop, you basically are watching a bunch of characters that slowly are unraveling as in the same motion during with the main characters who are having constant moments where they're acting one way and then they're presented as another and then they're acting another way and then that present and then that means that they have to be presented this way everything was just contradicting one one another over and over and over again 
much like seeing vicious little fallouts and his multiple moments of just screaming and stuff like that having a fucking wanted moment between vicious and spike as if it was um wanted in a born identity and it's like while spike has a fucking sniper rifle attached to this nigga and he's not doing anything it god it was stupid <laughs> so it was just a clusterfuck by adding those elements and having them in damn near every episode because essentially that's how american does tv today you actually have to see what the bad guys are doing in tandem to what the good guys are doing in order for you to sit there and go it's a story while as the anime isn't done like that the anime is about the characters if there's a b story going on it would just be with the other characters and there was enough information um to just be presented and that was given dealing with those characters because a majority of cowboy bebop is actually about them trying to get bounties while the majority of this show is actually about spike trying to um get in touch with julia or um try to kill vicious or find out what vicious is doing or whatever it's not there's not really that much bounty shit that goes on a multitude is it, of it is just literal character stuff and um that ain't good that's not good at all you missed the heart of what made the show tick i fear for your understanding on what the hell a goddamn show is or what the concept what a concept actually means you sorely lost the fucking plot with that one so it it in, so it insisted that essentially it was being clever or that it was adding more information but essentially you had someone in a room with nothing but then they were told to make something and literally the only thing that they could do was shit on the floor. And so they shit on the floor and then they started to make clay figures. And realistically, someone comes back in the room and go, well, that's not what I meant. What you were supposed to do was just understand that you can't make something from nothing, but instead you gave me shit. Um, okay. <laughs> and so you basically miss the interpretation. You miss the obvious vagueness within these characters and um, backstory and understanding of one another. And then instead, and conclude that you need to fill in the blanks with as much information as humanly possible in order to sit there and justify these characters' actions. While the anime would beg to differ. I don't need huge, over-exasperated concepts of why these characters do what they do in order for it to make sense. All I need is for the characters to just be the fucking characters and then anime and then the anime basically filled in the rest by just being interesting. Not knowing made things interesting within Cowboy Bebop. It made you want to see why Spike keeps having these dreams. It made you want to wonder why Spike had one eye one color and another eye another color. And then he would constantly tell people, one of these eyes is trapped in the past. The other one sees the present. You wondered about this shit because the anime let you wonder about this shit. You were supposed to, even at the end of the anime, you're not given the full fucking story, which is genius, which is what they should do, which is how it should have been done. And so with this show essentially trying to fill in the blanks, making Vicious already a part of the syndicate, not only that, but his father is an elder, not only that, but him and Spike basically have a relationship where Spike is constantly cleaning up his messes as if he's a pouting child, seeing Vicious overreact and basically run on emotions in order for him to try and get shit done. And then even upon that happening, you botch and rush the moment when he kills the elders um, to take over the syndicate, which is literally an incident that happens right before the end of the series. <laughs> so when you have that go on, 
you just ultimately are left to wonder and question what the fuck was your idea or what the fuck did you see when you watched Cowboy Bebop? Because obviously you missed the buck when it came to interpreting this. Now, if your argument is the fact, wait one second. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Now, if your argument is the fact that this is an adaptation, it is not meant to exactly copy the anime, nor is it meant to follow what the anime actually did as a story or with the characters, they can generally do whatever they want. And if you take away the aspect of the anime, this still works as a show. My answer to you is that you are fucking wrong. No, it does not. Again, you are being confused by the small little moments within the story that work, and then you're assuming that that means that all of this works, but it just doesn't because it happens to be Cowboy Bebop related, which it's not doing correctly. No, those small little excerpts are just small little excerpts. They're not anything that encompasses or dictates how the story goes. The story itself is shit. It's bad. It's poorly written. It's cliched and flawed like a motherfucker. And realistically, the only driving force behind the story is the fact that it's based off of an anime that has pre-existing characters and pre-existing notions behind the characters, as well as a fondness for those characters. Other than that, would that shit work? If that wasn't Spike, Faye, or um, Jet, would you seriously care about any of those characters? Would you feel for anything that they did? Would you actually feel remorse for the concept and the shit that was brought on? No, you wouldn't. All of that worked because it came from the idea of that you're looking at this and you're remembering where the fuck this came from. It came from an anime that you actually know about. God! <laughs> so that is a moot argument. That is a dumb argument because that can't happen. This, if this was its own original thing, even I no, um, gave the notion that it could have worked. If it was tuned better, this was based off of something else. It could have been that it was based in a world of Cowboy Bebop, or it was its own thing within the space station or whatever. They literally could have made it a city because that's basically how they had the interstellar um, travel shit work. Um, they literally could have made it like a city or something like that. Um, you generally would have had an okay story you would have had basically a b or a c of a story that people would have marginally went like that's pretty interesting and then you just end it with again a hacker that everyone was talking about and then just appears and goes there i found you like we gotta go do this get this bounty and then it's like who are you and then it's like it's me the hacker and it's like oh my goodness <laughs> and then it's like oh well gotta see season two then yeah sure but again the story had to be presented and done a hell of a lot better as well as um it did not need to um as well as it, it just needed more excerpts that basically allowed for their character dynamic rather than flowing on just the tragic past of spike spiegel it would have worked it would have been a hell of a lot better it would have been okay there were certain times when i was watching the show and i was like see this shit would have worked this would have been fine if it's if it was its own thing but it's connected to cowboy bebop so it doesn't work and then along being within this show, it doesn't work because the characters aren't really done this way that makes this shit presentable. So it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. The opposite of Fallout 76. <laughs> so that is that is a non-argument. That is a non-factor because that is essentially why this was made. This was someone's fan fiction with these characters that basically went off the fucking rails because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it shows greatly that you basically did not understand the anime and you didn't understand the characters and the story that you put down itself was sloppy 
and very poorly done. So having that be one aspect of it is one thing. Another thing and another major thing was the goddamn music. This one's the tricky one. This is the tricky dick of this, of the review. The music, they had Yoko Kano come back to compose it. Cool. They basically did everything they could to like usher in and showcase more of the older soundtrack shit from Cowboy Bebop into this show um, whenever they could. But the thing is that they did it in misopportune moments. And a lot of the songs that represent and meant something were done in weird fucking ways. So it just didn't really fucking fit because the story itself changed drastically so when they actually added the song the feelings that came from when it first was showcased within the anime and why they played that song totally missed in this show because they just played the song because it fit with the idea of what was going on which was similar to the anime not because it actually hold or carried the exact same weight that the anime did so you have spike falling out a window so you play a song because last time spike fell out a window and it was going to slow motion we played a song okay but the time in which they fell out the window and why they fell out the window, totally fucking different. Spike was willing to let go, jumped out of a window and had a fucking grenade go off and he assumed he killed Vicious. <laughs> and so you had that song playing and then it was just the slow reveal and the explosion and the boom from that, which is an epic scene within the fucking anime. Within this show, you have it where Spike's falling out the window because Julia shot him bad really bad it didn't fit it made no sense it was really stupid i'm pretty sure it was there the you know, um um to uh, ex- uh divert or ex- what is it um defy expectations and honestly it was just stupid it didn't make any sense how the fuck did julie even know where to go oh. <laughs> all she was told was go to him <laughs> you go get your man but then it's like wait what hell even the bitch that saved her life and was like you died literally for nothing you killed those guys in order to make sure you wouldn't die and then you wound up dying that's stupid that's really fucking stupid and then they were driving they didn't we don't know how close you were but they were driving someplace and then somehow you fucking just got there maybe she heard the gunshots i don't know oh man just just the greatest. And then no one heard her heels trying to walk up the stairs or nothing while Spike and Vicious was talking. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then they completely botched that scene when they had um, Spike and Vicious in front of the stained glass window. They actually had the stained glass window to the back of Spike while he pointed the gun at Vicious, who then stabbed him. And then Spike went out the window um, after he shot him in the shoulder. Thus, the part with the grenade dropping on the ground as Spike is falling from the window. But you guys had it to where the you had it to where the stained glass window was on the side of them. Oh, excuse me. You had it to where it was on the side of them to basically recreate the scene, but it ultimately lost all meaning because it wasn't a the 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 scene itself isn't something that is like a oh it's the stained glass window isn't it pretty that's what makes the scene iconic. No, it was the clash between vicious and spike, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> you, you that stupid? So, that was dumb. Um, you had multiple moments within the series where it was like, a, like even um, in the first episode where Spike was about to hold a gun up. When Spike was holding a gun and aiming it at the, the chick who was pretending to be pregnant because she had all the red eye, and then as she was leaving, it played a song that essentially is a song that they play um, later in the anime as well as in the movie um sometimes where it's just like a i think they play in the movie i'm not sure 
but it's a song that they play when like something sad is happening and usually it takes place when, while they're in space or when they're in their little individual ships flying around and whatnot. So having that song play while that was happening was really fucking dumb. But then what made the, then what was even more annoying is that the show itself actually had original fucking music. And I just felt that what a missed opportunity to basically make people remember or feel nostalgic about the show than to have a lot of the older music being played at opportune moments that basically were in small little bursts that would make people go, oh yeah, like I remember that jam because you still got Yoko Kano who basically still got the, the groove when it comes to making the music. And it actually had good original songs within the show. That's what's crazy. And because it had the good original songs, I felt that it was ridiculous that it tried to overshadow it with the older soundtrack of Cowboy Bebop, especially when it had just the wrong fucking placement. It would have just been a nice little nod and a fun and a fun little nostalgia bait, um, as well as a just just a nice tip the hat towards the fans to have the original music from Cowboy Bebop since they had the ability to use it um, in the right little moments and the little experts that was going on. Hell, even the opening in the show is done under the different variations because like there's a bunch of variations of the song Tank and it actually played different variations of it. And it's like, hey, I ain't mad at you. But the opening um, animatic itself just looks fucking weird. So um, <laughs> it just did. It was some scenes that basically was cool with the color palette change and the, it popping out and the cinematography that they would rarely get within the show that actually looked really good. Um, and then that was put in the opening and that was okay. But then it was also demeaned by them having the live action people trying to run in place or do the moments when they're they're like jumping and kicking and they're showing like the little um, exacerbated moments within the series and whatnot. And it just looked ugly. So the opening thing, and they do it every episode, but they're just good. <laughs> um, but again, it was just something to where it was like, that would have been nicer and it would have had far, it would have far been far more heartfelt if they just would have had original soundtrack shit playing at certain little moments, but the new soundtrack playing just stay as the standard for this show and realistically the new soundtrack was good it fit it was really nice it was really good because it fit in a lot of the shit that they were showing and what they were doing because the chick who worked on the last show worked on this show so she knows what the fuck she's looking at and how to convey and get that jazz tune coming in so the shit was banging when it was supposed to be but Going to the older music, it basically just felt off-putting because that older music was meant and had relevance in certain areas. And then just having it pop up randomly was fucking weird <laughs> and just really off-putting. So that was something that was ridiculous. But ultimately, if I'm, um, you know, that, that's all that that is. The, um, no, not ultimately, one last little take. The camera work and the cinematography this shit was done under the like a pretentious fuck did this like the camera work itself was ridiculous some of the shots and some of the scenes were just all over the place they had some of the worst cuts in certain things a lot of characters just appeared in places without actually having an understanding or some type of relevance as to why they would pop up places i've already explained like when Faye just showed up to see spike and um jet or that um phase con artist uh lady who helped her um for whatever fucking reason just found her when that didn't make any sense she just she just found her or she just popped up in front of Faye. no questions asked there was no 
how the hell did you find me? Why did you find that? Just fucking weird. So, and then especially it all get turned into some weird little ploy um, of uh, her basically fulfilling this weird little sex thing with her husband who was an arms dealer. Weird shit. Like they just had weird shit that was not explained or not well done or anything like that within the story. But the cameras themselves just had multiple moments where I was like, yeah, this shit is weird. Um, now, the effects of the show were, like I've said, they weren't terrible. They were not terrible. They basically did the smart thing of not having CGI be a main staple within the series. But a lot of that shit ch- killed the idea or the factor that they're in the future. Only certain places basically still carried that concept that, yeah, you will see some futuristic shit, even though you happen to be in this dilapidated area. There's still kids running around without shoes on and whatnot, or it seems like it's Middle Eastern type stuff, but you still see futuristic type um, monikers or things like that on people and, sh- and shit. You only had that few and far in between with a lot of stuff going on. Hell, even when they tried to do the whole backstory of Jet when he wore his old police getup and whatnot, um, which was supposed to be him hunting down the dude that took his arm rather than uh, him hunting down the dude that framed him and got him in jail, uh, causing him to miss his daughter's life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Instead, you had a botched little whack-ass thing. But it's, but the that itself was basically shown with a um, with this crazy little tone change and then the entire world itself just seemed as if it was in like the 1950s so it uh, it didn't work it didn't fit nor did it feel right um it was odd hell even when um jet did the whole discovering or getting back after the guy who shot his arm off they were in space <laughs> like they were doing shit in space going from different places and whatnot so it was weird. It just seemed like they were like being cops during the fifties or something like that. Even the cars that were going by were fucking old mobiles and stuff like that. That why was I, that? Why did I pause? Olds mobiles. Like it, it was just bad. It was just really bad. It just seemed like they didn't know exactly where the fuck they wanted this show to go. So they let it go everywhere and anywhere, and they did not care. <laughs> so, um. Ultimately, and if I'm like going to give my two cents about the whole thing and the whole ordeal, here it is. This is not a good show. This is not a good show, and I totally understand the anger and the fan outcry. Now, I'm a fan of Cowboy Bebop. I love Cowboy Bebop. I'm actually re-watching the anime now. I'm not re-watching for nostalgia's sake. I'm doing it in small little bits. I'm watching one episode here, one episode there, whenever I feel like it, because why not? And not randomly, you know, I'm going in order. But, um, Ultimately, this show sorely missed the fucking buck when it came to interpreting or being uh, an adaptation of that story. And what I saw as the most outrageous and egregious sin that this show had to offer is that in the very beginning, after it says that it's been adapted in the credits, it says this is based off of Cowboy Bebop, the anime, adapted, blah, 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 owned by blah, 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 blah. It says consultant um, Shirito Watanabe, um, Shirito Watanabe. Is this your though? Shit, I forgot. Um, Shichiro Watanabe, um, the creator of Cowboy Bebop. And it says a consultant. Now, if you listen to any of the history that was going on in the past couple of days before the inception of the um, live action remake, um, a lot of people basically went to him on Twitter and shit and other social media and whatnot to ask and go, why did you allow this to happen? Which ultimately led to the concept of, I don't own nothing. 
I created Cowboy Bebop, sure, but I do not own Cowboy Bebop. And then came the other Shell Shock, which basically has constantly been happening time and time again whenever it came to taking a um, work from a mangaka or anything like that that's then a mangaka or anime uh, direct anime animation director or anything like that that basically um, or anime creator because you know sometimes you can make anime that's not based off manga (gasps) shock (laughs) but yeah anime creator and essentially they will be consulted for movies without actually having them take any of their input and put it into movies or shows or anything like that based off of their work this shit literally happened with Akira Toriyama when they did Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, that movie. He literally had the exact same problem where they brought him on as an executive producer. And whenever he tried to tell them anything about his work that he created, that people love, they told him, nah, dude, we got this. We know exactly what people would want to see in about your work. And it became one of the worst fucking movies to ever exist. And you had a director just look like a fucking idiot after the end of everything. And he was like, yeah, I guess I messed up, guys. And I was like, no, no, bitch. You you have sorely ruined credibility for generations to come. God damn it. <laughs> People will hate that movie until the day they die. But then you have uh, what? Uh, in a, like an American version of this would be with Craig McCracken, the guy who made Powerpuff Girls. I believe I've talked about that before. In which, yeah um motherfuckers did everything they like when they made a new powerpuff girls people berated and attacked him and it was like how could you let this happen and it's like i don't own powerpuff girls cartoon network does so my little two cents for that is that when they did that to um shirto watanabe damn i'm pretty sure i'm not getting his right his name right when they did that to him it realistically should have been people berating and attacking Sunrise because that's who owns Cowboy Bebop. It should have been attacking them and letting them know that this shit will not stand. We do not like this. You guys are suck. <laughs> you are the suck. Doing this is not something that basically would get you a good cash grab, nor does it hold any relevance towards the spirit of the series. This is not good. This is not done well. The stuff that we're already seeing is not stuff that we would like. I understand that he has to compromise and shorten everything, but Cowboy Bebop itself is comprised of only 26 episodes. So it's not like you have huge chunks of arcs that you need to put into one episode. Realistically, you're going for 10 episodes for one season and possibly another 10 episodes another season. You could easily surmise and squish each thing for one episode of pop to where you actually don't have conflicting elements within the stories popping up but its own fucking thing. It'd be its own fucking thing for one aspect, or it'd just be a, um, a direct copy for the other aspect because you have room to work with. You have a lot of room to work with. Hell, you literally end after 10 episodes. The smart thing that you could have possibly did was end this after Jupiter Jazz, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, this season should have ended with Jupiter Jazz, and then upon finding out who Julia is, Spike's trying to track her down on the little planet of Saturn, I believe. And then, um, well, Jupiter, <laughs> being stupid, on Jupiter. And then when he goes to Jupiter and it was like, yeah, Julia's in this room. When he opens up the room, it's actually Edward. If you wanted to leave Edward until the very end, which again, would have been fucking stupid. Um, it just seems like a misplaced concept. If again, like, yeah, you're, you're only going like half of the story and you're pushing for another season. Why would you then comprise this of almost everything that's within the beginning of cowboy bebop you have no more information to go after um go off of after this 
all like the, the shit, the nigga. <laughs> so it wasn't that was incredibly stupid. That was incredibly stupid. But yeah, it's not the creator's fault. It's Sunrise's fault. And people should leave the creator alone and understand that, yo, this is all Sunrise's bullshit from happening. And then whoever the fuck it was that wrote this concept, um, this crock of shit. And then realistically, the fact that they had the audacity to have his name in the very beginning after every episode when it shows the credits that he was a consultant is just disturbing. That that, that That's insulting to me because it's like he wasn't a consultant. You did not talk to him about any of these things, which is why you have a clusterfuck of a story and some whack-ass variations of these characters. You knew exactly what you wanted to do and you knew exactly what story you wanted to present. You had some stupid-ass um, bounty hunter, uh, gumshoe uh fake revenge story hidden in your back pocket and then upon using the cowboy bebop characters boom that's what you presented to the public and it is gross for anyone who's not interested or hasn't known anything about cowboy bebop watching this is not good it's not anything that's entertaining nor it's basically holding any water it's very fucking confusing and it tries to use nostalgia bait in order to make people who actually know about the anime continue to look at it and enjoy it so it doesn't work in the favor of a new viewer so that's even more fucked up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it, it's a bad show all around. Even if you were not going by what the anime, what the original anime actually was, this show, this series itself is terrible. It is really bad. It doesn't hold the same emotional factors, nor does it carry the same weight that um, Cowboy Bebop says. And yes, I did say that based off of a pun because you got to carry that weight, Cowboy. This is a shit show. This will go down as another fucking fucking horrible attempt to try and adapt an, um, an anime in um, American culture. And a lot of people have already stated that, yeah, they just got no no good feelings for interpreting the One Piece live action that's going to come out because you shouldn't. <laughs> it's like, you, you, really, you really shouldn't. But again, they're tackling this monster in the dumbest fucking way possible because they're not talking to, nor are they getting the um, affirmation from anyone that's a fan. They're basically having a a, a flawed concept when it comes to adapting this this shit and then they present it and it's shit but they don't see that because they think they know right and everyone doesn't so you had a bunch of the feminist crap in this show you had a bunch of the man do bad and they don't do um they don't deserve good happen within this show um like i said you basically have all the female characters just come away scot-free at the end of this while the male characters are just at their lowest points possible and for some reason you're supposed to want to care about this you feel for these characters when you've seen them drive and strive and try their damnedest but the show itself just keeps pushing them down 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 when that's actually nothing that actually happened to the characters hell there's multiple moments where they get them they get the one up over a whole fucking government simply because that they know information that the other people don't and then they just walk away from whatever it is that they got going on Thus, the essence of the series. Nothing that they do was out of character or out of pocket. It's exactly what these characters would do within this situation. The fucking end. Damn it. <laughs> so, having it harp over the Julia, the um, Vicious, the Spike not telling Jet about their history, and Faye going on about her mysterious past. It was the small moments in the anime. Those were actually the small little entities. Those were the things that were were important for sure, but it didn't matter. It wasn't what drove the series. It wasn't what 
made you fall in love with these characters. It was the characters. It was them. It was them interacting with one another. It was them doing whatever it is that they do best. All of that was the driving force behind these characters. So once you strip that away, then you don't have Cowboy Bebop. You have a really bad show. You have a terrible show. You have something that is obviously nothing within the spirit of Cowboy Bebop, but it's using characters' names for namesake. Now, do you want to get down to acting and shit like that? Yeah, watch it. Some of the stuff, again, seemed genuine between Spike and Jet, and sometimes even between Spike and Faye. Not going to knock that acting, but in terms of it being characters that I cared about or them representing or basically having you feel anything, yeah, nah, none, none of that was actually delivered. So going to have to chalk this one up to just being um, another another one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh, for this one. I feel terrible for anime fans because it's another thing that just basically shitting on their fandom or trying to cash in on something that they actually love. I mean, you've seen it being done with comic book movies, but, you know, now it's our turn for some reason. Fuck. <laughs> like, why? Why? So that's just the way, that's just the, the law of the land. Maybe one day someone like should get it right. So far, the only actually good anime adaptations of a movie are um, Roni Kenshin and Death Note. And those things take huge liberties, but they're still actually good. There's still good movies and good shows that don't piss off the fans. Fuck. <laughs> Which I would actually have to say is like the number one sin that you ever would do when you want to um, uh, actually showcase something. Hell, the nigga that made Lord of the Rings read the books, loved the books, and did everything he could to emulate the books into this movie, into um, these movies that people hold in very high esteem and high regard which made a lot of people who just saw the movies want to go out and read the books, fall in love with the characters even more to fill in the blanks with the information that they don't know about. And because that's American, I just have to say that for the American sake, use that as a fucking reference. Think of what Peter Jackson did with Lord of the Rings. Whenever you come to the decision to give an adaptation of something is that, am I doing this for money to fill my ego or am I doing this because I believe that I can actually give this thing the proper representation that it deserves? Well, then give it the proper representation that it deserves. Consult with motherfuckers who live and breathe this shit. Talk to people like the actual fucking creator since you have the opportunity to speak to the fucking creator. Do whatever you can to make this good. Not make this in accordance to how you think it should go. That's stupidity. That is ignorant. That is a a highway to ultimate and true failure. And that is exactly what you did. This will never be forgiven. This will never be liked. People will refer to the live action Cowboy Bebop as a shit show. I'm pretty sure, like, they're in the works of trying to do another Death Note, but this is along the lines exactly the same thing. This is the same thing as that Death Note. We're using names, but we don't give a fuck about your story or characters. So, hey, you know. Another one bites the dust. Netflix has spoken again. They are <laughs> like, you know, let's see how far they'll go to ruin everything that we happen to enjoy from our past and the childhood. Only time will tell. So 
I was I was thinking about ending this off of a uh, lame ass tagline that you see on the end of Cowboy Bebop, but fuck that, <laughs> it's been raped enough. All right, so this has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host Dan, um, Daniel the Flame, and as always, good people. I hope you. Well, I can't say I hope you had fun because this was really terrible and bad, and you just should not go watch it. I implore everyone, do not go watch this. And if you do watch this, don't use Netflix. Well, how am I supposed to not say? I ain't gonna tell you what to use. But I'm just going to say, don't use Netflix. That, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And when you do, I hope you have fun. <laughs> he done brought it back. Yeah, yeah.